Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling time and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Welcome to episode number 18, everyone. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm actually recording this the day before Mother's Day, and it's one of those rare occasions where I'm in my house alone. Now, you might be able to relate to this. If you're listening to this during the pandemic, I'm recording it during the pandemic of 2020, and it seems like there's always somebody home right now that I'm never in my house alone. So I thought, okay, this is the perfect day to record because there's not going to be any external noise that I have to work around. It's just me and my furry baby. And I'm super excited for today. It's my very favorite kind of day. I have on my schedule five hours of work, and then I'm just playing the whole rest of my day which is my favorite. I love to be productive and accomplished for a portion of the day and then just go enjoy myself for the rest of the day. I get to do podcasting and content creating, and then I'm going to go on a run with some of my favorite girlfriends and we're going to do a takeout lunch and go eat together outside social distancing style, of course, because we're still in the pandemic when I'm recording this but it's going to be such an amazing day. And really it's an amazing day for me because I'm having so many amazing thoughts about it. So let's dive into the topic for today. This is one of the things, estimating time, deciding how much time to give yourself to complete something is one of the skills that is challenging to develop. And it really trips my clients up in the very beginning. And I just want to say that I had to develop this skill too. It's not like I just knew exactly how to do this when I first started. I had to practice it and figure out what worked and what didn't work and then change things and go back to the drawing board. It was really an experimentation process. And if you have listened to the podcast for a while, you'll kind of have an idea of what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you may want to go back and listen to the first few episodes where I teach you about how to schedule your time, specifically the episode where I talk about the two most important hours of your week. The one hour of your week where you're planning is where you're making all of these decisions about how long you're going to give yourself to complete the things on your to-do list. And here's inevitably what happens when someone starts using that system that I'm teaching you. Either they overestimate how much time it actually took them to create some result or some project or something on their list, or they underestimate how long it was going to take them. So when we ask our brains this question, how much time, inevitably what our brains want to do is come back and tell us, well, I don't know how long to allocate for that. In fact, that's one of the number one questions that I get from my clients when I first teach them this. 
is how am I supposed to know how long that's going to take me? And the answer is not one that your brain readily accepts because the answer is you just get to decide. And I think for a lot of us who have a hard time making decisions or we've really delegated our decision-making power to the world around us by asking other people or by seeing what other people do and comparing our situation and making decisions that way, that it's really about decision-making the ability to make strong decisions for yourself and based on your own intuition and your own knowing for yourself, that is part of this skill that makes it harder to figure out what is the right amount of time. So I'm going to talk about both overestimating and underestimating time. And both of these really are the result of ineffective planning and scheduling. And We want to try and eliminate both of them as you go through this process. Now, if you're first starting out, this is probably going to happen for you and it's totally fine. It has to happen in order for you to learn what is not working so that you can change it and figure out what is going to work for you. So I'm going to walk you through each of these overestimating and underestimating how you know if you're doing it why it's a problem, and how to solve it. So let's just start with overestimating time. Now, many of you may think that overestimating time is not a problem, but here's what I want to show you about it. First of all, how you know that you are giving yourself more time than you need to create something or to complete something is that when you're in that block of time that you have in your calendar to do that thing, to complete that thing, you have time to go check your phone or to scroll on Instagram or Facebook, or you actually get done way before the time that you said that you were going to allow yourself to do it. Now, the problem with this is that you end up underproducing and working more than you need to. So you have to decide, is that a problem that you want to rectify, that you want to solve? This is something that I did struggle with in the very beginning. I would give myself these huge time blocks because I just didn't trust myself to work at the level that I needed to for a more constrained time block. So I was like, oh, I'll just make it easy on myself and give myself plenty of time to complete this thing which was fine, except that I wasn't asking of myself what I could have been asking. I wasn't creating at the level that I could have been creating. And I actually ended up having more work hours on my calendar than what I really needed to have. So you have to decide if that's you, you recognize this in yourself. Maybe you get done in half the time that you scheduled for yourself, Or you're like working for a few minutes and then go scrolling on Instagram or Facebook or checking out Slack or your email if that's the way you want to work and if you're okay with creating a lower level of results in your business or your life or whatever it is that's on your calendar. The solution to this is to tighten up the timeframes. 
you really want to work to find that sweet spot where you're having to focus and produce at a high level to get the things done. And this is the best spot to be in because that it means you can either decide to shave off hours from your week, which how amazing would that be? Or you can create more, or maybe you do a little bit of both, which both options are amazing. I want you to stop and think about like, as an entrepreneur, if you knew you could just create more in your business, would you choose to do that? Many of us would say yes, because part of the reason that we're even entrepreneuring in the first place is because of the impact that we're making on the people around us, on our tribe, on our clients, on our students. So if you knew you could create more for them, would you choose to do that? Or if you feel like you're working more than what you actually want to be working, more than what is like your sweet spot for your own life, and you knew you could cut out some of those hours by just constraining these timeframes that you've given yourself to complete the work that's on your calendar each week, would you choose to do that? Now, many of you would say, yes, of course, if you could get two or three or five or maybe even 10 hours back a week, would you want that? And for most of you, I would bet the answer is yes. If this is the issue that you're noticing in your own scheduling and your own work habit, you are in an amazing place to make a change. You can either create at a higher level or you can cut your work hours every week. And here's what I want you to know about this specific type of ineffective planning and scheduling. It just means really, it's kind of an insight into your relationship with yourself. And I know this because I went through this for my own self and I still see myself wanting to do this. It means you don't fully trust yourself, right? So a challenge that you could give yourself this next week is to cut the time frames that you typically would schedule for yourself to complete something by 10% or 20% or even more if you want. And then trust yourself to rise to the level where you will complete that thing in that smaller amount of time. Now, what that's going to require you to do is to focus for that whole amount of time. You're not going to have the luxury of going to check your phone or scrolling through social media. You're going to be just focused on your work. It's going to require more of you and you have to get to the point where you trust yourself and your ability to get it done in that smaller time frame. And I think if nothing else, it's worth that alone. Learning how to trust yourself at an entirely different level is totally worth the exercise of going through and constraining the time that you're giving yourself to complete the things. Okay, so that's overestimating time. Now, there's probably more of you who are listening who struggle with the opposite of this, which is underestimating the amount of time it's going to take you to complete something. This is actually something that comes up very frequently for my clients. And here's how you know it's you. Like you probably already know, but in in case you're questioning if this is a problem that you have, let me give you a little bit of insight. 
If you rarely, if ever, get the things done on your calendar as you've scheduled them to be done, then you probably are underestimating your time. And if you leave your day, your workday, feeling stressed out and overwhelmed with all of the undone things, and then you struggle to try and figure out how to get them done, how to fit them in, and your solution has been more hours, maybe it's weekend hours, or maybe it's evening hours, or it's time when the kids go to bed, then you can go back to work to finish all the things that are undone because you weren't able to do them in the time that you scheduled for yourself in your day. If that sounds like you and your kind of daily work habit, then you are in the habit of underestimating the amount of time. And I'm going to show you how to fix this in just a second. But here is the problem. What's happened is that either you haven't planned effectively. And what I mean by that is, for instance, let's say you have a project to be done. Maybe let's even just take the podcast. If you're an entrepreneur and you have a podcast, there's several steps involved in recording and completing a podcast episode, right? So you want to create the title and you want to create the notes and the outline, and then you have to record it. And then maybe you edit it yourself, or maybe you send it off to somebody to edit it. And then it has to be uploaded and the show notes have to be done. And maybe you also post something on social media or you do some paid advertising to it. Right? There's all these steps involved in getting the podcast done. So one of the things that typically happens is I'll see my clients have a block of one hour or maybe even two hours on their schedule and I'll just say podcast. And that's so vague. Like you don't know if it's going to take you an hour because you haven't chunked out all the little pieces and allocated time to the little steps that are going to create that podcast episode being done and complete. So for instance, for me, because I don't do my own editing, this is one of the things that makes the podcast so much fun for me. I literally enjoy doing all of it is that I'm just doing the parts that I love, which are I'm creating the title, I'm creating the content, I do the notes and the outline for myself, so then I record it. And once it's recorded, I send it off to Six Figs, my VA, my biz bestie, and they do all the rest for me. And this has gotten to be a science for me where I figure out, okay, so what is the smallest amount of time that I can create a really high quality podcast episode? Right now, for me, that is 1.5 hours. And my promise to myself is that I'm going to constrain that down to one hour. I will be able to record, get all of my parts done for a podcast episode in one hour. And that's what I'm working towards. So do you see the difference between just having a block of time on your calendar that says podcast versus having blocks on your calendar that tell you exactly all the steps? Now, for me, the title is a 10-minute time spend. And the notes in the outline are about a 15-minute time spend. And then the rest of the time for me is the recording process. And I'm still at the point where I'll record part of it and then I won't like it, I'll delete it and I start over. So I know within that hour and a half, I guarantee myself 
that I'm going to have this podcast episode done because I know all the steps and I can check off the steps along the way and constrain the time. Like if I don't have the title done in 10 minutes, it's minute nine of my 10 minutes. I literally just have to decide on one because it must be done within that 10 minute window. And the outline and the notes, if I don't have the outline and the notes, if I'm working on it and it's minute 10, I know, okay, I got to start wrapping this up because I have five minutes left for this. That's it. And I don't give myself the ability to go beyond that. It's not negotiable. That's the time that I set out for myself. That is the time that I have. And I have to get it done in that amount of time. No negotiation about that. So if you are really good at chunking out all the little steps that have to happen to complete that thing, that overall project, that overall thing, you're going to be so much better at estimating your time. So this is one thing that happens. People just don't write down. They don't take the time to micro step everything out and then decide on the time for the micro steps. But what I want to tell you is the time spend that you're going to do that is going to save you so much time in the long run. It is a hundred percent worth it. So the other piece to this is if you do that and you're still struggling with following through and getting the things done in the amount of time that you allowed yourself to do. We're going to think about this. Like if you ask your kids to do something and they don't, they probably have a consequence, right? So we're going to engage your mom brain right now for this next piece. This is going to be really hard, but it's going to train you to follow your plan no matter what, and to get the things done in the amount of time that you schedule for yourself. So the first thing that I want you to do is make sure that you micro step all of the actions that you need to take to complete that thing. And that each of those micro steps gets a time bank associated with it. So there's a time spent associated with each one of those. And that's how you decide overall how long it's going to take you to complete that. And then that goes onto your calendar. Now, if you're still, after you're doing that, you're still struggling with getting the things done in the time that you scheduled yourself and you've been really good about micro-stepping it out and deciding on the time for each of the micro-steps, here's the next phase of this. If you don't get something done in the amount of time that you allocated for yourself, you don't get to go into the next time block to finish it. So let me give you an example. Let's say that I have podcast episode recording from 7 a.m. till 8.30. And at 8.30 a.m., I'm supposed to be writing an email, 8.30 to 9 a.m. If I am not done with that podcast recording, that podcast episode at 8.30, I do not get to use from 8.30 to 9 to finish it up. I have to go on to the next thing that's on my calendar. I have to go write that email. Now, when you start doing this, your brain is probably going to freak out. It's not going to like the unfinished thing, but that's exactly what we want. That is the consequence for not getting the thing done is having the thing undone and having to go do the next thing on your calendar. And then at the end of the day, you have to figure out, you have to solve for the undone things. And you want to make the solution something that you don't really want to do. 
For instance, if you've decided that your work schedule is Monday through Thursday, maybe that means you have to work Friday and you really don't want to work Friday. You want to have Friday off to just be with you and to take care of yourself and maybe take care of personal appointments and just have an open space day. Or maybe it means working on the weekends, which again, you really don't want to do. So that is the challenge that I want to offer you. If you, if you've gone back and you've done a really good job of micro stepping things out and allocating time to each of the micro steps, and you're still struggling with this, give yourself a consequence for not getting it done. What's going to happen is you're going to figure out how to get it done in the amount of time that you gave yourself because you're so not going to want the consequence that's going to happen if you don't. And it's just like, remember when you were a kid and you had to take a test and you had maybe an hour to get the test done, right? And you knew that you had to get it done. There was not another option available because if you didn't get it done, what was the consequence? Maybe you'd get a poor grade on the test or maybe it would impact your overall grade in the class, right? The consequence was big enough that you didn't allow yourself not to complete the test in the hour that you were given. You just figured out how to do that. And that's the same exact skill that we are engaging in this process where if you've given yourself an hour and a half and you notice that you're not finishing in an hour and a half, you have to go on to the next thing that's on your schedule. You have to follow your schedule and your plan as you made it. And then you have to suffer the consequence that you've given yourself. Notice that you're deciding what the consequence is. So you decide for you what makes sense to solve for the undone piece. And this will help cure you of this very quickly. You will just get really resourceful and you'll figure out how to do things faster and get things done in the amount of time that you decide. And then maybe next week you give yourself a slightly bigger chunk of time to do that thing if you want to. But the idea here is that you are cultivating this skill of trusting yourself, of deciding how much time that you're going to give yourself, and you're following through on that decision that you made for yourself. This is the same exact skill as following through on the plan that you made for yourself. You decided an hour and a half, so an hour and a half is it. It's going to be done in that amount of time, period, end of story, no no negotiation. So this is really a lot about decision-making and being really strong in your decisions and following through on your decisions for yourself. Now, ultimately, what you want to do is you want to find your own sweet spot in the amount of time that you schedule for yourself to complete things. And this is very individualized and it's likely going to evolve over time. And you may not beat yourself up over any of it as you're starting this process. Instead, what I'd like you to consider is going into it as a process, as a learning, go into it with curiosity and fascination so that you can learn for you what worked, what didn't work and what you're going to do differently next week. When you plan your time for the next week in your next planning hour. So there you have it. I've given you the cure for overestimating and for underestimating time when you're planning it for yourself. Now you want to aim to feel super proud and accomplished at the end of your day. 
with having completed all the things that you decided in your planning hour would be done for that day, but not pack it so full that you don't have space to breathe or think. This is really the art of scheduling effectively and productively, and it takes practice. So go out this week and practice those skills. Practice estimating time in a way that requires a lot of you, but gives you the space to still breathe and think and not feel rushed and frantic moving on to the next thing. It really is an art. It just takes practice. So go out and practice this week. I will talk with you guys next week. And if you're loving what you're learning on this podcast every week, the tools and the strategies and the brain hacks to unbusy your schedule and also unbusy your mind so that you can unbusy your life, please subscribe, rate, and review it by visiting us at www.neilwilliams.com. Have an amazing, beautiful, unbusy week, everyone. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.